This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Cashman, and this is our weekly look at the Minnesota Twins. I am joined by Red Bollinger and Red. Uh, Miguel Sano has dealt with an il- elbow injury in recent days, but the Twins announced on Monday that there was an MRI taken that revealed no structural damage. Of course, that's a huge sigh of relief because of the same elbow that Sano had Tommy John surgery on a couple of years ago. Um, what was his status then moving forward? Well, right now, it's definitely good news to hear there's only information, uh, no structural damage in that elbow. Definitely, as you said, that Tommy Johnson drew a few years ago. Um, but now I think he's going to be kind of relegated to mostly DH duty. Um, here in Atlanta, the short little two-game series, uh, where obviously he probably won't be available other than maybe to pinch hit. Yeah. I don't want to test that elbow too much. It's still sore. The good news is it doesn't really affect him at all. At all. I think he has five home runs in eight games since he actually suffered the injury and really kind of really felt it. He said it's kind of been one of those things that have been kind of, you know, building up gradually and he's been dealing with it for a few weeks, but it kind of, that, that's his last game at third base, um, which was about, you know, eight days ago, was when it really kind of started to feel a little bit more sore. Um, and ever since then, though, he's been hitting the ball better. So that's kind of the good news is that for now they can kind of continue to DH him. They have Trevor Plouffe at third base anyway, and Plouffe can play some third with Jorge Polanco. Um, so uh, it, luckily it's a good news. They're not going to or anything like that. So we'll kind of, I'm sure it'll be continued going forward. Uh, at this point, we'll find out more soon in terms of to get back to throwing, when he could get back to third base. But as of right now, I think the plan is to kind of have on DH going forward. Uh, obviously, yeah, again, it beats the alternative of, of there being structural damage, but still another uh, difficult blow uh, in the midst of a difficult season for Sano. Uh, another young man who they have high hopes for is having a difficult season is Jose Barrios, uh, 9.32 ERA as we record this. Uh, obviously, some command and mechanical issues in there, but what's the plan? What's the Twins' plan to uh, to get this guy straightened out, Red? Yeah, you're right. Definitely has issues with the command more than anything. It seems like his fastball command has really been lacking. You know, obviously, sorry, giving up a lot of walks, and then even if he gets behind guys, he's hit hard with the fastball and even the breaking stuff. I think they're kind of just trying to build his confidence and get that command going. I think Irvin Santana is going to be kind of a mental issue. Even Bert Blylevin's kind of got in that mix to try to help him with all this. Um, because the thing is, the stuff is there. You look at him pitch, you watch him pitch, you know that he has the stuff. You know, he can throw in the mid-90s. Uh, you know, he's got a great breaking ball, a great changeup. Just kind of a matter of kind of commanding all those pitches. Um, and at AAA, he's been dominant now for pretty much for two seasons. Uh, he's been dominant down there, and the Twins keep feeling that he's ready every time he comes up. But so far, he really hasn't really proved that. He's shown some you know, promise. He's had a couple decent outings here and there but hasn't really gone too deep into any games uh, just because he's kind of struggled with that command. And I think once he can kind of get that fastball where he wants it to go and set up hitters a little better, um, I think he'll be fine going forward. But definitely a surprise to see him with an ERA above nine, kind of the way that, you know, it's a surprise to see Byron Buxton uh, have such tr- you know, tr- so much trouble kind of translating it up to the majors. So, um, but it's still such a you know, small amount of starts. It's not too much of a worry organizationally at this point. 
the fact that he's still so young at 21, um, I'm sure he'll kind of figure it out. It kind of happens at growing pains, I guess, you know, early on in the career. Um, but like, so the strikeouts are still there. It's just a matter of kind of getting that walk down and, and just kind of improving his control and command. Oh, of course, uh, you know, major issues, major statistical issues can be straightened out uh, over time. And, boy, the poster boy for that with the Twins this year is Brian Dozier, who had uh, just a miserable start first couple months of the season. And it feels like a totally different season now. Uh, the last two and a half months, he's got, uh, I believe, 19 home runs since June 19th. He's uh, increased his batting average about 70 points since the end of May. So he's kind of a comeback player of the year within the year, Rhett. Really, yeah, it's been pretty amazing. If you look at even going back to last year, uh, his second half was pretty slow. He had a great first half. He, you know, was an all-star, uh, kind of a, you know, a bad second half, and sure enough, a bad first half. So he kind of went, you know, a full calendar year. You look at his stats and, oh, wow, you know, obviously his batting average was down. The power was still kind of there, but overall, he wasn't quite the player that he'd been. And sure enough, ever since right around that, you know, halfway point of the season, he's been, or even a little before that, sorry, he's been incredible. You know, he's been one of the more, you know, in terms of power, uh, better hitters in baseball over that stretch. Uh, his home run pace has been incredible. He's going to probably surpass his career high in homers here pretty soon. I think as of right now, he has 26. His career high is 28. Um, and right now, he's kind of showing no signs of kind of, you know, stopping a little bit. I know I talked to him back in Houston a few months ago, and back then it was kind of when he was really slumping. I was just kind of saying that uh, a big thing for him was just kind of changing even the uh, where he went to the plate, some mechanical stuff he worked on with Bernanski, and some of it too. Yeah, it seems like... Uh... Yeah, stuff like that. And from there on, he's just kind of been taken off. It seems like he just got into some bad habits there for those first couple months of the season. Exactly, yeah. It's kind of one of those things. Bad habits, and said he kind of changed his overall mechanics and where he was close to the plate, and he kind of just kind of got back to what he was doing. Um, and so far, it's been, you know, great results because he definitely has had success in the past. Um, you know, one of the better second basemen in the league now, especially with that power. And I think even if you go back the last four or five years, he leads all second basemen. Um, in home runs by quite a bit now. Um, so definitely a good sign for the Twins because you kind of had to worry, you know, is there something wrong with Dozier? Is ever going to get back on track? They do have Jorge Polanco as a top prospect. He's kind of profiled as a second baseman. He kind of always wondered what was going to happen with Dozier. And sure enough, now he's back to being the face of the franchise um, and the most productive hitter. So at this point, you know, there's even talk maybe about, you know, being a trade potential. At this point, I think he's just too valuable to the team to even be traded. Um, and it's definitely been a uh, we talked about uh, Sano uh, currently being limited to DH and or uh, pinch hit duties um, over at third base. Uh, Jorge Polanco's gotten a decent amount of opportunity here in recent weeks. Uh, he's got an OPS right around 800. What's been your read on Polanco so far, Brett? Polanco really can, you know, hit. He's been a good hitter now, uh, and every time he's come up, you know, I think he's been up the last three seasons or so, always in the kind of short doses and kind of when someone got hurt just kind of to fill in. But he's hit every time he's been up here, he's, and he's hit every level in the minor leagues. Um, he can definitely hit. It's just a matter of what's going to be his position going forward. He's definitely seen some time here at third base, seen some time at shortstop. Um, with the way Dozier's playing, he hasn't really played much second base, which is really his best position and probably his position maybe going forward. But uh, if they can kind of find a role for him as a third baseman or a shortstop, um, especially at shortstop, it'd be huge for his organization because he can definitely hit enough to be up here. It's just a matter of finding him a consistent you know, position to play because obviously they don't want him to be relegated to a you know, utility player. He's too young for that. I think he's only 22, 23. So they kind of want to try to find a role for him. I think the second half of this season, they're going to use the rest of the year to kind of keep playing him at short and play him at third, kind of see if he can kind of, you know, settle in at one of those positions and handle it defensively. Obviously they have, you know, Ploop at third and they have Escobar at shortstop, but um, especially at short, they kind of want to see if Plunkett's good enough defensively because there's been, you know, kind of some concerns about 
his arm and, and even a little bit of his range, whether he could handle shortstop. But if he can and even kind of play it adequate, adequately, uh, I think the Twins believe that he definitely has a bat to be up here. And so far, it's been definitely impressive to see him continue to kind of hit up there. And, you know, flashes pretty good speed as well. Uh, good contact hitter, doesn't strike out much. Um, so definitely an impressive start, uh, again, for uh, Polanco up here. Yeah, it seems like Plouffe has kind of been sort of pushed to the margins uh, since his return from injury um, as the Twins evaluate uh, the younger guy, basically. Exactly. And I think Plouffe knows that. They told Plouffe that when he came back from the DL, that at this point with the season they wanted to kind of see what they had in Polanco. And even at the time, too, they had in Sano at third base, obviously, as we talked about with the injury. Sano's probably not going to see much time at third base, at least not in the short term. Um, so I think Plouffe kind of understands that role, and we'll kind of see in the offseason. you got to figure at this point now, Who's going to be kind of a, a prime trade candidate? Um, the hard thing is just the value really isn't there because uh, he's had a really tough year in terms of injuries and all that. Uh, but he certainly was a productive player the last few seasons uh, before that. But yeah, you're right; he's kind of been pushed to the margins a little bit. I think the Twins want to go younger, and it makes sense. They kind of want to see what they have in these young kids going into next year. Like so they could always trade clues for pitching help maybe this off season. All right, there you have it. The latest word from Red Bollinger. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This is MLB.com Extras, Minnesota Twins edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.